everybody. It's Wednesday, and I think it's time for episode 269. Boy, we're really knocking them out. These numbers, they're going up and up because of the Varinus, you know, really, um, really getting down to it. So uh, Belinda's back. She was here yesterday. Uh, it's hump day. We're having a great uh, Wednesday around here. At least it feels better than uh, Monday and Tuesday. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're staying healthy and safe and sane and that you're enjoying yourself as much as you feel comfortable. Um, so it's Wednesday. We had a nice show. Here it is. There was some good participation with the online people, uh, some great, great uh, ape stories. So without uh, without further ado, messing, without any further messing around, here we go. Let's get on with this. That's exciting. I'm oh. switching to a different pair of glasses today. I'm excited. Um, I think. Do you oh, see God. the splinter? Do I want to see the splinter? Are Can you, you see it? Uh, no. I can't. <laughs> I can't you got the wrong it. glasses. I got on. the wrong glasses. Well, to it's be able quite to see a big splinter. splinter. So, oh, God. Yeah, well, we've got a bit of a disaster going on today. It was a pretty hilarious. I didn't even know I had a splinter. And then I looked down and oh. I said, oh. I don't know how to get the thing to do what I want it to do right now. Oh, man. man. It just is so ridiculous. Are they getting a nice view of my ass? Well, I don't... uh, No. It's just your back right now. Okay. (laughs) Try to get the... All right. Hello. Here's the front side. Good. Yeah. Good for you. I had my bum to the camera, and then I was like, okay, I'll turn around. I'm trying to... uh, It looks like we're live. Is well, that, that, is that working? Oh, I don't know. Oh, good lord! I think it's going to happen now. I'm going to be able to see. Uh, um, t- uh, here we are. This is me. That's us. And I'm back into the There's the comments. Shot. Well, see, yep. it works. We're it doing is. it. I think it's yeah. going <laughs> to. Yeah, it's always. Hello, Keith. Hello, Dana. Yeah. Michael. Jen. Stuff that Jake is doing. Oh my God. Who's we the showrunner? Well, Todd, do you need a job? <laughs> no, I'm the showrunner. Are you kidding me? He's the producer, the director, the writer. Well, He's I the... wouldn't say writer. <laughs> yeah, we write it. Yeah, we're both yeah, writing it's it. It's a sort of a wing it kind oh. of a show. Although there is a bit of prep that I do every day. Um, well, there's some prep, but yeah, it's also it's spontaneous. This there's is, a bit of this googling. Is real, there's this a bit is of googling. Real, um, what do you call it? Improv. Sure. Yeah, we should go to the Groundlings and give them a lesson in how do you do improv Facebook live. Yeah, let's yeah. give them a yeah. lesson. Let's give them a lesson. <laughs> yeah. How do you do it? Yeah, uh, yeah you look. never say no. Yeah, and yes, and yes. or no, no, but also. <laughs> oh, that was a particularly rough one from the fart machine. Oh God, um, I just I don't even know what to say when you use the fart machine. I just. I, yeah, no, it's good to it's good. Yeah, it's good to be like, here. Really? Um, yeah, okay. we are live. Yeah, Hi, Uma. Hi, uh, Amy, Don, Scott. Yeah, I didn't get Sheila. furloughed after all. Um, we no, were... it's good to have you back. <laughs> I'm glad you decided <laughs> yeah. to come back. Yeah, we kind of kissed and made up on the show. I don't know if you, any of you were aware of that. Yeah, but was... we should tell them about the funny butt dial that happened today because that was quite that was quite a you know that was another chapter in the. Oh yeah, yeah. well, it was an interesting uh, situation. So I went to meet a friend at the Burger King. We had worked it out. Uh, Cristela Alonso. Uh, she's a friend and she was concerned. She's a comedian. Very funny. Google Cristela Alonso. And uh, we, she is, she's been really strict with her isolating. And I've been going to have a 
to the not have a coffee because you can allow to stay in there, but I go and get a coffee or um, take a walk down to Main Street. She's been not doing any of that. Yeah, so she's I been very, very isolated. I had suggested to her a couple weeks ago we could meet at the Burger King because one of the things we used to like to do is go have a burger for lunch at the place right near here. And so I said, well, we could go to the Burger King, go beach, go through the drive-through, and then park cop style, you know, facing each other. So our driver's oh, side windows sexy. were next to each other. Oh, nice. Okay. And, and so, <laughs> I, we've got we've all got the setup now because I didn't have the full setup before. So yeah, so I I met her there. We went through the drive-through. We got our food separately. We parked so we're facing opposite directions, but with our driver's side windows next to each other and talking. Someone in the apartment building right behind us closed their window. You know, when we started talking, like, "Oh, you people!" And uh, you talkers. So she was saying that she watched the show yesterday and she enjoyed it. And I said, "Well, that was a that was a tough episode, you know, because Belinda." Lynn and I almost uh, stopped doing the show. It was, it was like a Martin Lewis breakup. Oh, well, you were the one who wrote Belinda's Last Day. I haven't well, said I it, think, so, you know. I said in well, retrospect, were- it sort of felt like one of those morning radio show things where it's like, oh, we're having a feud. But we did have a feud, but we got through it. But while I was talking to Christella and telling her the story about what happened and, and a little bit of the backstory about what our disagreement was about, she's also a comedian. Should I tell them now what happened? Because you don't know this part happened. So, so the, yeah, so I get a, <laughs> I get a text. Christella says, because oh, we've been talking about she was going to help me with my website redesign. And so I mentioned a website that I liked of another comedian, and she was going to go on her phone and look at it. So I was going to go on my phone and look at it so we could talk about it. And then I saw that you had texted me. And this is the text I sent to Jake. Yeah. Oh, you're going to read it, right? I'm going to read the text, yes. Yeah. So... I said, whoever you were just complaining to about me, your phone called me. I couldn't tell if you were on a call or talking to someone in person. At first, I thought Jake had got me on a conference call. And I'm like, no, no, he's talking about me to someone else. And I yelled at him a couple of times. Oh, no, this is what I'm saying in the text. I yelled Jake a couple of times, but you couldn't hear me. Anyway, I heard you saying the stuff about the show and blah, 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 me. And then I just, I, I, I hung up just... FYI. And that's good advice to anyone out there who accidentally gets butt-dialed by someone who's talking about them. Is <laughs> Hang up. As quickly Don't as possible. Don't keep listening. But anyway, I... But I was mad because I thought that he was gossiping to some friend to go about me. About to someone else. And, he was, and what he told me sweetly <laughs> when he came home, he hasn't had to tell, you know, call anyone to talk about a complaint with me for a whole year. I haven't had a was, whinge about you with someone else for a year, you know, like, oh, can you how, believe that she did this? And fucking, yeah. this is what I have to put up with all the time. <laughs> yeah, I that's how great I've been for more than a year. A I mean, we've been married eighteen period. years, but for, yeah. for twelve months, you've been pretty solid, at least. Or I've been great. Maybe I've been great. <laughs> no, no, I've no, just no, been no. Shutting. The, I've been great. <laughs> I've been shutting the hell up. Yeah, um, it's a great technique in a marriage. That was advice I got before we got married from quite a few married couples. So, what's the advice to a happy marriage? No wind. So, so when up. you when someone butt dials you and you can hear them talking about you, hang up. And I, I think what happened was I I must have said something in the conversation that made the phone call. You know, it's got all these voice commands, which I think I have turned off. But yeah, obviously, you I Belinda. Yeah, call Belinda. Bro. No, you don't even have to say call me. I think you just well, whatever I said, it sounded to the phone like it wanted me to call you. And. Uh, Anyway, so that's what happened. But I hadn't said anything to her that I wouldn't also say to you or that I hadn't already said to you. And in answer to Ramon's question, yes, that is that is the comedian who, Cristela Alonso, did have her, uh, her own TV show about her. And she also has an mm. amazing book that she's put out. 
about uh, her, which I, oh, I don't yeah. know where it She's is right now. She's an amazing now, singer. It's called Music to My Years, and uh, it's a great book. Her personal story is, is incredible. Highly recommend it. Uh, what was the musical she toured? Was it Rent or another one that she she did the national tour? Oh, God. Oh, no, no, she, she almost got a part in Rent, and she auditioned and auditioned, and they auditioned you then for a, over a six-month period. And then she didn't get the part, but she toured with some other musical. Yes, and I can't remember the name of that. But when mm. she's on, she'll be able to tell. Yeah, us about yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Well, it's not very. Um, it's a bit dissatisfactory to tell a story about someone who's not here when you only know half the story, or not. You know, maybe it's great. Maybe you know, telling half a story is you know, just Laura's fantastic. Laura's glad that we're both here. Um, yeah, and it's Joan, not pantomime me. Joan disagrees with the advice. She says, "Always listen." <laughs> That's the best part. Um, Don is oh. asking, "What's our marriage rating today?" Oh, you uh, go first. I'd say I was gonna. I was gonna come straight out the bat with a seven. Ooh, <laughs> that hurts. Oh, I was. I, was, I had us at a solid eight. Today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was going to amend it and go slightly lower, but the seven, really down into sixes. Well, I oh. feel like we're well. I mean, I'm. It's tough. I'm pretty keen on you. You know, I am. I am. I'm not. You know, um, I don't know. I feel like we could. Should we, well, should we always, do it again at the end of the show? What about always, that? Should we yeah. do it again? Let's ask us again at the end of the show. We'll see where we're at then. Yeah, there's um, always there's always room for improvement. Keys is yeah. asking a good question, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, I think uh, Dana is here. Was it is it Dana who knows? Uh, how do you get the keys from the monkey? How do you get the keys from the monkey? I'm I'm trying to look back up, mm. but uh, if you've already put the Dana, how do you get the keys from the monkey? I know you're here, or you yeah. were here at the beginning. Yeah, you, you're definitely going to be the expert on yeah. that. Anything that Jake and I say will just be a lie made up. And, and sadly, uh, he's going to give yeah. an abbreviated version, and then I'm going to retell what I think he means by that. <laughs> but I think in... You're going to extrapolate? It's interesting, because I am friends with uh, Dr. Kevin Fitzgerald, who's a great uh, comedian and also veterinarian and former uh, security <clears throat> bouncer guy for the, the Rolling Stones. Dr. Ke oh, he's those are some good stories. Oh, he's but so Bouncing good. for the Rolling Stones or being, doing security is pretty wild. But because he's a... Oh, Dana's weighing in here. Mm. Because he's a because he's a veterinarian, he's friends with the, the vet, Dr. Kenny, who used to uh, run the Denver Zoo. And so I'd been on some great tours of the Denver Zoo with Dr. Kenny, and I'd heard some very good... Uh, ape stories, orangutan stories, but let's let's read. Uh, obviously, you guys could be reading this stuff from Dana too, but I'd like to read it out loud for the first time to you, honey. Why don't you oh, sit back and yeah. look into the camera? I'll sit back. Now, look I'll into do the some camera. You engage with the audience, or would yep. you like to read it to me? No, you read it to no, me, I think and you I'll, should, be, I'll, I'll be waving I'll at the wall. <laughs> Number one, orangutans um, at one of the zoos he worked for would trade contraband for cherry Kool Aid show them the Kool-Aid and say, give me the keys, and they would retrieve it from their cheek pouch and spit them out the bars between my feet. I would then say, make a cup, and the orangutans would then put out their, oh, they put out their lower lip through the bars for to fill up with Kool-Aid, which they would slurp up. I love that they'd make a cup. Oh, I thought it was going to be like this, but what do I yeah. know about orangutans? Not much. But it's interesting that uh, orangutans, unlike our president, seem to be very trusting. Like, they would give you the keys first, knowing, and probably you've already come through. Well, they already, yeah, they know the art of the deal is integrity. Yeah. 
Well, the art of the... Yes, when well, you say you're going to do what you're going to do... Yes. Which, once yeah, you, a gentleman's handshake or a gentleman's You can not pay handshake. your immigrant contractors and maybe get away with it if you got the right lawyers, but you, you burn yeah. an orangutan a couple times in a deal. One time, I think, is enough. And the orangutan is no-go. Yeah, it will get that Kool-Aid in its cup and then spit it right at you. Uh, yeah, I just... Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd take an orangutan over that guy any day. So... <laughs> Especially Ramon suggests you, you you throw your feces at the monkey, and when he blinks and tries to wipe it away, he'll drop the key. You know, I feel like, Ramon, I don't want to disagree with you because you've been in the Marines and I haven't, but I would say you're going to throw your feces at a monkey you're asking for. You're playing their game, and you never want to... What All I know about jujitsu is... You want to play your game, not the other guy's game. And feces throwing, feces throwing. I don't throwing. think you ever want to pay, play the poo throwing game. No, I mean I don't want to. I don't want to. Yes, that's out. That's a game of last resort. I feel like that's what you do if you're a convict and you have no other way to. There are some homeless people who live outside my friend Skylar's apartment in West Hollywood, and they do some feces throwing. Game. Yeah, and, well, but and that's again though. That that's that's what I'm saying is you're down at the bottom. You're down at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, you're playing the bottom bottom game. Yeah. Um, why can't I get the live broadcast? John, I don't know what you're talking about because we're live right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're live with us, John. This is um, it. But, we're uh, live, we're live, we're so live. why don't you email me, John Emmerich, and, uh, at jake at jakethis.com, and I can help, I can try and troubleshoot this with you, but I think you're watching the live broadcast now, unless you've gone into the future and you're leaving a comment tomorrow about today's broadcast. Yeah. Shall so I read Dana's next comment Dana's about the chimpanzees? chimpanzees. Here's yeah. the chimpanzee story. The male chimpanzee at the zoo was a testosterone-poisoned psychopath. Mm. He would regularly challenge male keepers. Been there. He barely tolerated my presence when doing routine chores to care for him, but he hated if I stood in front of his exhibit and looked at his girls. He would do a hooting, long call, jump around, slap the ground, and if it did not make me move along, he would then throw things in inverted commas, mm. in quotation marks. Eventually, he would run out of things to throw and throw keys out of the exhibit. Oh, that's how you got oh, the keys. Oh, you make keys. him so mad <gasps> that he throws. Oh, that he throws, throws actually the, the thing that he likes. Wow. Oh, I don't know. Somehow mm. I've got the camera doing the thing that I wanted it to do now. It's kind of following us a bit. Oh, moving around. But anyway, so God, I, how the hell did that happen? I've, <laughs> I've moved out of shot. Yeah, get back in. Come oh, on, all right. Okay. I've got, I haven't got any keys to throw. Put your face in that hole. Yeah. Where's okay, my. There oh, there's. Oh. oh, no, my circle. All right. Oh, hold it's cut. <laughs> You've, you've gone chimpanzee now. This is well, I'm trying to be um, oh, intuitive. Yeah, you I'm are. trying to find my light. And, well, that's know. interesting. So you can get the keys back. The first one is a trade, obviously, uh, a negotiated trade. Mm -hmm. And the second deal is you get the you get the you get the ape to the, and I like to say monkey, even though their monkeys have tails. Um, but you get the monkey to uh, make a mistake and get so frustrated that he just throws the thing at you because he's so mad about some other thing that you're doing. But it's interesting that monkeys don't like it if you look at their chicks. Um, no, that's chimpanzees, which is very... And now uh, yes, we've got I know. I said, should have said ape, but I say monkey because it's funnier to say monkey. That's how jokes work. But yes, I do know it's <laughs> yeah, chimpanzees. That's how your jokes work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most... Uh, and now here, I think this is... That's monkeys. Yeah. I, John, I'm I'm watching on an iPad right now. 
the just FYI, I'm reading the comments off of the live feed on an iPad right now, so I don't, I don't know why you're yeah, not What's working. your iPad hooked up to, man? Try this. Try this. Go go to Facebook in your browser instead of in the Facebook app, because that's uh, that's a better. It works better on mine that way. Um, so uh, monkeys, most monkeys would not trade or throw things, but they uh, would often get bored with their stolen items and drop them in the exhibit. What I did more than once for several keepers is use a hose to wash them down the drain and retrieve them with a net at the sump at the end of the exhibit. And it's the reason we washed our hands constantly. Yeah, well, it's also interesting that you knew that this was going to happen, so the drain has a sump swamp where you can get things that have fallen in the cage. I uh, So let me tell my... Uh, so, so wait for them to get bored, make them trade, or get them to make a dumb mistake. Those are three great ways to get things from both a monkey or also a child. Um, or also... Your spouse? <laughs> I don't no, know what you were going to say. But that was a sweet look. Oh, I was going to talk about the other orangutan, but then I decided not oh, to. Oh, yeah, let's not. I was like, just, yeah, just so, stopped. So I had heard this story from uh, Dr. Kenny, and I think he was telling it on behalf of the... Uh, the the um, the chimp, the ape keeper, not uh, himself that he had had it happen, but he he had one situation where the orangutan got the uh, you know one of the those where the wall mount is like a fire extinguisher mount of a thing that's like this big, and there's a ring with a plate in one side that screws on to to close the fire hose outlet, and the orangutan had taken that off. Mm-hmm. Because they're super strong, and he and he had the ring, and they wanted the ring back, and he the orangutan had his hands through the bars of the cage, and then the ring in one hand, and the keeper was coming to take it in their grip. The orangutans are super strong. You're not, you can't make them open their hand or take mm-hmm. something out of their hand. And the orangutan would hold it like this, and then look at the zookeeper and move it from one hand to the other hand, like, look, I got it. You can't get it. Oh, well, how about that? You know, he's like really playing a game with them. Mm. And I think they, I think they used a trade of a banana to get the to get the thing away from him. And then he also told a story about the the a gorilla one time. They had a system where there's a vestibule between the outside gorilla enclosure and the indoor gorilla enclosure. That uh, generally during the day they would be outside, so the visitors would see the gorillas and they could be in their natural habitat. But at night. They would have them in the enclosure because they'd be safer in there. And so what would happen is they open the door to the outside, and then um, when the gorillas were come through the vestibule and then go into the cage, mm-hmm. they would close the door to the outside. So there was, a, there was like a waiting room in between the two doors. And in that waiting room, there was also an area where the keeper could come in from a door. So there's two doors on either side. One goes to the gorilla outside, one goes to the keeper's outside, and one goes, three doors, and the third one goes into the cage. And so the gorilla comes in from outside to go into the, uh, to its indoor enclosure, but the, but the keeper had left the other door unlocked. And the gorilla just goes up to it, and it's the door right in front of the keeper. He opens the door, and the keeper is, like, freaking the hell out. Like, the, like he's now There's a gorilla locked right in, in with a gorilla. Mm-hmm. And the gorilla just goes up to him, looks at him, face me mm-hmm. a little bit. The gorilla faces him and goes like this. Just slaps him on the chest like <laughs> okay, that. Okay, Sorry, okay, I didn't mean okay, to that hit was, you so hard. Yeah, yeah. But just like, 
you you messed up, bro. And then he go and then he goes in the other cage. He was he didn't attack him. He was just like bah mistake. You made a mistake. Mm. Yeah, it's this could really go bad, but it's not charming, going to. I'm just going to give you a little dangerous like, story. Yeah, what is it with these zookeepers that keep losing their keys to the monkeys? Well, look, it's not a, like an everyday thing. Is I'm just answering a question because I feel like I know the answer. We all we all make mistakes, and eventually you're around the around the gorillas or the orangutans long enough to get your keys. It's just going to happen, right? Well, yeah, I suppose. I mean. Yeah, I mean, you try to be careful with your keys, but yes, it could happen. Yeah. What was the story that your friend who was the vet who was also did security for the Rolling Stones, what was the thing that happened on the roof of the uh, garden when they arrived for uh, Oh, well, Madison that's, really, that's really Dr. Kev's story. I can't tell that story. Oh, but right. it was, it's it was a good, good... He's got a great story about uh, when the Rolling Stones' wives go to see Cher. That's all I'm going to say. So when you see Dr. Kev asking for that story... Yeah, it is, it's, it's a really funny one. Uh, yeah, if you're locked in a cage with an adult chimp and he wants your keys, you give them to him. I think that's, I think that's, pretty, that's pretty true. There's some, things, there's some comments in the uh, conversation that I, I can't understand. But uh, Dana, yeah, it's, it's... Jen, you're right. It's Dana the Monkey Show today. But we knew that was going to happen. I asked him for those facts um, earlier today. And this is... Uh, What does I'll be a monkey's uncle mean? Hmm. I don't know what that means. It means, uh... Well, maybe... It means, uh... Rhonda could <laughs> find means, out the answer uh, and tell us. Because it's going to be really my, hard for us to find it out while it means, we're on the show. It means, uh, my brother or sister is in a sexual relationship with a monkey. <laughs> yeah. Right, I think. Yeah, but then you're going to be half a... The kid is going to be half a monkey that you're going to be the uncle of. You know what I mean? Well, I know, but that's that's the way it's got to... You can't become a monkey's uncle without some human has sex with a monkey. Right, right. Well, right? nice common sense that you use there. You <laughs> yeah, use thanks. some logic. I you, feel like that was almost math, but uh, whatever yeah. you say. Yeah, um, yeah. Dana, thank you. Our pleasure. Thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, giving us your monkey, uh, monkey ape facts. Um, all right, so I'm just trying to catch up on the comments and then... We do have a little. Oh, some there's things about the Scopes trials. Orangutans sound like that we're living through currently with the Orange Twitter. Uh, yeah, well, right. We've talked okay. about him. I can't wait. Maybe. Uh, so, oh, we've got a nice monkey over here. There's a monkey holding up that this bowl that Jake has got a New Orleans hat on. Can yeah, that is a monkey? monkey back there. I think. Yeah, this is a treasure that Jake got at a, a yard sale, and I begged him. I said, "Please don't get that fucking yeah, there you monkey." Go. You can really get it with the thing on the top of it. But he thought it was so fantastic that he insisted. And I yeah. said, "Okay, well, it will." Where did we get that? God, I got it down at the. Uh, St. Matthew's thrift oh, store on Main Street. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did. And I did ask you not to, but you said it would be going in the office. So I said, yeah. okay, if it's going to be out in the office, then uh, you have my blessing to get the weird monkey. It's sort of like a monkey fruit bowl. Yeah. So uh, um, Jen is saying, I haven't said Varinus yet today. I haven't said Varinus oh, yet today. Oh, yeah. God, well, Jen's here. You better start saying it. Or is it not Varinus? You have to well, say something else. she also likes it when I say Jazz Fest. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Even so if Jazz Fest isn't happening the Varinus has kept us off the comedy stage, and I'm wearing my Gundo Comedy Festival T-shirt for the El Segundo Comedy Festival. Oh, and I'm wearing I'm my Patty Smith. Happen. This is not um, Mark Bolin. Who else did someone think it was once when you yeah. were wearing it? It's yeah. Patty Smith on a little donkey. 
I went and saw sure. her a couple of years ago. That was a f- absolutely fantastic concert. She Flea came on to play with her, and uh, when she saw that he had no shoes on, which is how Flea likes to play the guitar, she or bass, whatever he plays, she um, took her shoes off as well. Yeah. I thumped my hand so much on a table at that concert, I actually hurt it with my rings. I was sort of having so much fun. I was kind of like banging my hands on a table. Um it probably it looked cooler than it sounds and when I'm telling you the story you're kind of like oh my god I was, looked, I was doing it doesn't some, sound cool no it's, like, it sounds <laughs> no no it sounds it retarded I'm really enjoying myself I love this I'm really enjoying myself yeah. no I think I was dancing and I was kind of you know playing the table maybe like a you know a horrible bongo but anyway I really hurt my hands afterwards I was like oh man uh, what the hell did I do? That was too, uh, the, that table interaction was too intense. Yeah, James but, uh, says some orangutans orangutans used to l- learn to pick locks with a piece of wire. Yeah, they're smart. Orangutans are smart. I'll tell you, one of the uh, the guy who manages the uh, the Zanies Comedy Club in uh, Rosemont, out by the airport, has this. Ama- he took an amazing trip to uh, I think it was Thailand or someplace like that, or uh, someplace in the in in that part of Asia where you could go and hike to see orangutans mm-hmm. in the wild. And he said they got out there, and he had this amazing video of this orangutan who comes right up to him, and, the, and the, his guide is telling him, look, just, just be cool. And the orangutan takes a hold of his hand, and he's got video. Like, he's shooting this video with his phone or the other guys. The orangutan takes a hold of his hand. And uh, this guy's got farmer hands like my dad. He's got some pretty thick, strong hands. Mm-hmm. But he can't. You can't pull away... The orangutan's got your hand, that's it. And the orangutan's pretty good-natured, and the, and it was a mother with a baby. And the baby's got a hold of my friend. I would have been a guy in his 50s. And he's holding his hand, he wants to show the man's hand to the baby. And then the baby starts putting his, the hand in his mouth. And he, it's like you're scared the orangutan's just going to take a... F- I mean, they could just have your finger gone so fast. But there's nothing you could do about it. But he said it was just amazing he wasn't he was a little bit worried and he tried to keep his hand folded together but he said it was just an amazing almost a kind of a spiritual experience to have this kind of connection with a mm. with another wild well, primate i hate to tell you but lilia illis my geography animal geography teacher would not approve of the no, touching because sure. well, you know everyone is to going to those them. gorillas yeah, they're going to see the, to the gorillas them. in the mist and they're touching them and wanting to get up close and they put their hands out and you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to not pass your microbial soup over to them. Mm. Yeah. No, well, not, I, that's not just I, per- it's not just passing your microbial soup. It's sending, you know, once they become... Acclimatized uh, to they, us. They think, oh, people are safe. And yes, of course, we're safe. All of us are safe. All of us here on the Varinus podcast, or whatever you call this thing, are safe. We just want to hold their hands. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to hold your hand. <laughs> like... Paul McCartney. Um, so, anyway, don't don't touch the monkey. That's uh, that's the takeaway from today's show. Don't touch the monkey. Mm. Um, people are telling each other how to comment directly to people's comments on here, and it, it can be a little tricky with the clicking and commenting underneath the comment. But yeah, I'm finding it actually too confusing to look at the yeah right yeah. Oh, okay. One more. An orangutan grabbed the vet's leather coat. We had to cut the coat off with a knife. Yeah. Well, he said you had said that yesterday. Yeah. You're not the grip strength of a orangutan <laughs> wow. is not to be 
That's it. You're not getting your hand back. He, he doesn't want to give it back. He couldn't just take himself out of the coat and let the orangutan have it. Grab the vet's leather coat. We had to cut the coat off with a knife. Well, it depends on where he's got. Where yeah, he's yeah. Got no, his I grip. get it. I get it. Yeah. I just would have sort of like you know like slunk he, out of right, my but coat. If the orangutan has this grip like that. <laughs> you're cutting the coat off. Can everyone yeah. see that grip? Yeah. This is a good jujitsu yeah, grip. He's, I hardly ever get to grab onto her like this. Oh. God, I'm just so missing. Oh, he's going to bring the jujitsu dummy today. You could okay. run up and get it. You've no, got time? No, this show is winding down. I just want to tease a little bit tomorrow's oh, show. Right. Yeah, yeah, so tomorrow's yeah. show. Well, it's re- you better be here for the, for the jujitsu dummy because it's a piece of art. It's Jake's best friend, apart from me. And uh, <laughs> what else can I tell you about the jujitsu dummy? Um, it's, it's not very, really my best friend. I've got a, <laughs> no, I know, but I've, I've but what would what, but what would be really good is if you could see him. I, I did say this before when he was up, we were up there. Uh, it's and he already was, so pathetic. Wrestling <laughs> oh. the jujitsu dummy. Is no, so when pathetic. you did it the other day for Amber, you did it with such conviction. I mean, I was sort of watching you do it. I mean, you were really. It was really like you were, you know, having a you know proper role. I was like, man, he commits to that thing. It's a bit. I, like I, a, I feel self-conscious in a bit. I like I'm I'm doing jujitsu with a fucking dolly and not even a very good dolly. But he, you really went for it, doll. Well, it's a doll. bit like masturbating. You have to let your imagination run a little bit, or it's not going to work. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah. So, would you like uh, to round out today's show? And I've got some animal facts that I didn't even put in today, and I teased it in the in the little name of the day oh. to show. That's my that's my friend's favorite emoji combo, and you can't kind of see it here, and it's broken up it's by the sl- lines. But it's a sloth and then a squirrel, but it mm. looks like the squirrel is putting the nut right into the squat, sloth's butt. Oh. So it's a really well. Good. I think sloths are lovely. We went to well, Costa Rica she, a no, few hey, years ago. Oh, what? time out! Now that's tomorrow. I just said they were lovely. Uh, yes, okay. Bossy. We, <laughs> okay. We know I'm bossy. Um, so what? What do you want? You want something from? Uh, Let's do seize the day. Seize the day. You don't want to book a question? Oh, I'm just sick of those silly. No questions, questions today. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking out there and saying it was great to see you all today. Great to see you all on the Magic Mirror Show. And now it's time for our book of questions. Um, I'm just going to kind of thumb through here at a rando. Um, oh, this is from uh, Jerry Seinfeld. And this is this is my from my friend Rachel Cole. Now, there was someone here who wanted a birthday wish yesterday, and I forgot to write that down. But, uh, yes, the book of questions. I know, Uma, you love the book of questions. Tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll do a questions. We could um, do a question and a quote, if you like. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I bend the rules. I know. Man, yeah. you're, I'm so, little, you're so liberal with... I'm a, I'm a little more flexible than... <laughs> I have been doing yoga. Uh, to me, this is a Jerry Seinfeld quote, and it's from okay. this I'm book I'm not going to read it over things. his shoulder. I'll such a, such a nice gift. If you're me. thinking of giving someone a gift... Um, this was a great idea. It's a it's a notebook that uh, Rachel Cole got for me, and uh, she wrote little quotes by people that she thought would be pertinent to me in here, and it, and uh, they are, and it's really nice to just browse through and see them. So today, you want to have a little cry? No, right now you can. I've got a hanky. I got my hormones in balance right now. <laughs> this is from Jerry Seinfeld. He said, "To me, life boils down. To me, life boils down to one thing. It's movement." To live and to keep... To live is to keep moving. Okay, I messed... I didn't even read that right. Let me read it again. To me, if life boils down to one thing, it's movement. To live is to keep moving. And so we've been trying to keep moving during the Varinus time. Mm-hmm. Not yep. as much as we would be moving around if we were at Jazz Fest right now. 
Chin, that's for you, not for so you. pointedly. Want you to get your drinks in. Um, so, this was great. Yeah, I know you don't have anywhere to go after this, Uma. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to get another show where I talk to someone else on Zoom to post after this for people who want to hang out. So, But that's, that's just a window into... These are all the fantasies that I have about other things that I'm going to do when, in fact... I have plenty of stuff to do after this. So we're going to have... Okay, you're going to ask me a question. All right. A bit of a weird angle. Okay, I'm completely relaxed in the wheelchair now. Okay, hit me with the question. (coughs) Oh, excuse me. Did I cough right in your... Did I varinus you? Are you okay? No, I'm I'm pretty immune to you at this point. So I mean, under your spell and immune to you at the same time. Question 199, and we're into the bonus round today. Mm -hmm. Um, You're given $1 million to donate anonymously to charity... Or to a stranger, how would you dispose of it? Oh, God. Well, they're not in the book of questions for nothing. These are the toughies. These are real yeah, yeah. pondering um, ponderations. This is a book full of them. A um, million dollars, you can give it to, to, to what did I say? Does it have to be one person you or can give one it to organization? A chari- you can give it to a charity or, or to a stranger. I think it's got to be one. Because yeah. you can't go, I give half to a charity and half to a stranger. I give a million people one dollar. Those kind of answers. Yeah. I mean, I think you know what I think. Yeah, those, those answers just yeah, made by yeah, the voice suck. that I... Yeah. Uh, so I suppose right now... Well, I suppose I'd give it to some sort of a food bank or, you know, someone feeding people. Because I feel like that's, a, you know, a thing that needs to be taken care of right now. Yes. So I, that's what I would do. I agree. Well, that's that's... I mean, and that is a... Yeah, that's a charity that we do anyway. But I think that it would be... It would have to be to be feeding people because people aren't getting fed. And when you heard that thing about, you know, one of the major things with Varinus, and LeBron said it on that special the other day for the class of 2020 that he produced that Obama was the keynote speaker in, and it was pretty fantastic. But LeBron talked about how important schools are because for a lot of kids, that's the one place where they know that they have... Um, food security and where they get food and actually there are kids in LA who get sent home with backpacks with food in them so that's how their family get food so that's what I would want to do, I would want to feed the people, so whoever was the best at feeding the people, that's the organization I would give the million dollars to I actually think a million, I wish it was more than a million dollars (laughs) Dana Dana would give his money to Planned Parenthood in Mike Pence's name I think that's that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, that's um, a good one. The Human Fund, I'm not sure what that is, I think that's just human beings, Mar-a-Lago Uma, yeah, so solid. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, that yeah, Planned like, Parenthood would be good. I like Jen's answer. She would just keep it, but the, but you're missing the question, Jen. Is you have to either donate it to a charity or give it to a stranger. So let me help you. First of all, let me help you because I don't think you understood the question. Not to mansplain, um, but uh, here's what you do if you want to keep it. You give it to a small, weak stranger, and then you can take it away from them. Yeah. So, Michael, you're one. Any foundation that is trying to end conversion therapy, you would also do that in Mike Pence's name because he's one of those weird, you know, homophobe, you know, conversion therapy proponents. Oh, that so you would is... give it. So you could give half to Planned Parenthood in his name. And I know you know how to split it up, but it would be kind of funny and then half to anti-conversion therapy. Yeah. Um, well, look, we, yeah. conversion therapy is for another episode, but let's all have sex with whoever we want. 
until we see you tomorrow at three o'clock. Yeah. Um, and Jake is, is encouraging you to have sex with whoever you want, as long as they're a consenting adult and they're the person. Yes, who, yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Just Please. Let's, let's, just like, let's get if that straight. If you're a big physically imposing person watching this, this is not a green light to go tackle <laughs> someone that you've been attracted to for a long time. I'm, it's consensual sex. With, with whoever, adults. With whoever you want. <laughs> yeah, with oh other people God, who are adults. allowed to have sex. Man, your qualifiers are so dark. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I trust that you're all nice people. I don't know why I have to spell it out so clearly. I just feel the need to right now. All right. Hey, thanks for watching. Yeah, uh, thanks, guys. We'll be back 3 p.m. tomorrow. This is Hump Day. We got halfway through this week. We're going to make it the rest of the way. Don't give up. There's going to be time to give up later. Next week, oh, my God. If I you got my keys. Jake did not put them up as butt, so I'd have to do something terrible to get them back during was, the show. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember, half the show was about keys. <laughs> How do you get a monkey to take the keys out of his butt and give them to you? Yeah. And do you really want Isn't it easier to hire a locksmith? Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, 3 p.m. weekdays. Share, like, tell a friend, help, help a brother out. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. That was the conversation. Uh, I feel like it was a pretty solid Wednesday. Uh, we're back on track. The marriage is back on track. Uh, I hope uh, I hope everything is going good with you. Uh, we'll be here tomorrow on Thursday. Rain or shine. Uh, Hang in there. Take care of yourself. Be nice to be nice to each other, and uh, don't give up. There'll be there'll be plenty of time to give up later. I say it every time, so I say it this time. Take this.